Welcome to the Queer Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Elise, and each week I'll be interviewing a queer person about their experiences in fitness and sports. This week, I talked to Bianca Russo, a personal trainer and creator of the Body Positive Boot Camp. Last week, the Queer Fitness Podcast reached a thousand plays, which I wanted to thank everyone who's listening and continues to listen. A big shout out, a big thank you. It means so much that you guys continue to support and that you are excited about hearing stories about queer people doing fitness and sports. Thank you again so much for listening. Could you introduce yourself, your name, your pronouns, uh, your queer identity, and like any words to describe you or what you're doing? Yeah. Yeah. My name's Bianca Russo, and um, I use she, her pronouns. Um, my queer identity, I would say, is genderqueer, but um, I do identify like with the women's bathroom. Um, and I use she, her pronouns, but I'm obviously non-binary because I present as masculine. Um, and what I'm up to, like, as far as my work is concerned. Sure. Yeah. Or life. I don't know. Oh, I'm up to so much. I'm sober. Okay. Um, I feel really proud of that. I think I'm on day like one, almost 150. Congrats. Um, thanks. I, uh, have a lot of active hobbies, like seasonally I like to sail on my free time you know so because working as a trainer I start work at 7 or 6 a.m and then I but then I stop at 11 have this big break in the middle of the day and then go back to work at 4 until 8 and that one of the things that I've realized is that span of free time that's unstructured in the middle of the day is like one of my greatest vulnerabilities because I don't have any employees. I don't have any coworkers. All my friends are at work and work, you know, nine to five or more or less. Um, and so I've had to figure out ways to take up that time because I'm not constantly working. You know, I do have downtime. It just happens to be in the middle of the day. So I love, I'm obsessed with sailing whenever I can. I go um, to Alexandria. I take a lift, um, hopefully with a friend. And <clears throat> the marina is called Bellhaven Marina. And it is so super chill. So I'll rent a boat for two hours or so and just like zig and zag tack and jibe sailing on the Potomac river. It's, it's miraculously calming. Nice. Uh, tell me more about personal training and like your schedule. You do stuff in the morning and the evenings. Uh, you're doing mostly one-on-one things. Uh, yeah. Just tell me more. Yeah. Um, so the business is called body positive Boot Camp. And it's located in Washington, D.C. Um, we like it's just me, but I might say we as in because there's quite a community that has been built, which is a beautiful thing. Um, and I have personal training, which is the bulk of the work that I do. Um the second most popular service that I offer is a uh, group class. And um, we had been doing them in the park. <clears throat> But, um, you know, after one season, get, it, it rained three weekends in a row on the, at the same time as having a class. And, I mean, we were dedicated and did the workout in the rain. 
but it just got too cold. So now I'm doing classes inside the gym where I train called Fit360 DC. Um, and I love training there because the owner, Brian McGee, is like the most relaxed person to work for. Or, you know, because I pay rent to um, use the space. And it's fully equipped with all the equipment I could need. Oh, God, my voice sounds so terrible. It's okay. <laughs> but that's real. I had training this morning. Um, I started at 7. Sometimes I start at 6 a.m. doing, like, running workouts with Chubby Runners Club. But um, today I did personal training with one of my uh, most dedicated clients, Bill. Um, Bill is a super cool client. He's the editor at the Washingtonian Magazine. Yeah. And... Uh, I get to have this special relationship with him. I, I really appreciate how consistent he's been. He's come every Tuesday and every Thursday for the past two years. Um, you know, I just love working uh, intimately with people and working through all the sensitive things that we touch on in the gym, like sh working through frustration, pushing extra hard to get through that rep, having an off week. I just love coaching so much. So, um, that's why, uh, I tried to accommodate the demand with a third and final service, which is, um, virtual personal training. So, you know, just like we're Skyping, I have appointments on certain days and can, I do Google hangout. I'm like always taking on new clients. So anybody who listens to this, doesn't matter where you live, you can work out with me. Can you tell me about starting maybe both personal training and starting like body positive boot camp that specifically? Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's I think a really sweet story. And it's a really interesting time to be reflecting on it, because I think I've come full circle. Um, despite having been in business for uh, three years, like, I've always um, reached out to my friends first uh, before I became an actual business and was just like Bianca Russo, newly certified as a personal trainer, not knowing what exactly was going on. I reached out to my friends first on Facebook. I made like a group and tested out how to run like group boot camps, body positive boot camp. It started as actually a group class. Um, and my friends showed up for me. We would meet at the tennis court and go through these wacky workouts, um, a lot of partner work. And then um, I was concurrently working at the front desk of Fit360, the gym where I currently train out of. And I was pretty much just like uh, getting a sense for the space, um, observing the trainers, taking classes and just kind of like practicing my um, fitness routine. Uh, then once I became audacious enough to actually tr start training one-on-one, -on -one, um, I incorporated it immediately and, and got legit with the LLC and blah, 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 like all the business stuff, probably like six months after been being certified. Yeah. Just because I like to be by the book. And it's a really unregulated field, so I try to create structure for myself. This is like a recurring theme. Um, and so I like threw together this website on Wix right uh, at the last minute because when I made the Instagram for Body Positive Bootcamp, 
it was very organic. Um, it's just what my, my, I was at the pool with one of my queer friends and we were just daydreaming like, oh, it'd be so cool if you had this queer, super queer, body positive, like boot camp workout. And we were like, boom, that's it. That's yeah. the name of it. Yeah. So again, like that was my friend Maggie Carroll. Uh, credit goes to Maggie for naming the business. Um, and uh, the reason I threw the website together, like last minute, I remember working, cranking it out really, really late one night because I created the Instagram handle, Body Positive Bootcamp, and had been posting for a little bit. And I guess one of my hashtags, I had a really aggressive hashtag strategy and Washingtonian magazine um, came out with um, an online article about uh, our inclusivity in terms of gender diversity and, and diversity in body size. And that w article was to be published the next day. And I was like, well, shoot, if I'm going to have this publicity, I sure better have like a place for people to find out more information about me. And, um, I pushed publish on Wix and I published the website maybe like two and a half years ago. It has gone through like a lot of iterations, but is like fully equipped to, um, take appointments online, like handle onboarding paperwork online, um, rescheduling online yourself. And I really just try to make it as easy as possible for people you know, like accessibility is a really important part of, it's like a part, it's a core in, in the brand and not only in like user experience on the website, but in the gym too. So for instance, I have, um, a lot of clients in large bodies or people who identify themselves as fat and, and, um, you know, Incorporating accessibility in the gym means create, having modifications and creating modifications to the machines so that clients can sit down and use the machines when, you know, typically that's not really an option or just kind of getting creative uh, on both ends of the spectrum on the user interface and face-to-face -face in the gym. So that's like what I'm up to. Cool. Yeah. Can we talk about um, like anti-diet? Because that's definitely a big part of your brand and your like mentality, that kind of thing. I personally have never hired a personal trainer, uh, but it's my general understanding that most personal trainers in your like commercial gym also talk about nutrition with their clients and they blab on about macros and protein and carbs and, you know, like encourage people to restrict sugar or, you know, police people's eating in some sort of way that just like I don't sign off on right. and I don't bring up to my people. Like sometimes folks will ask me for a nutritionist or if they ask me for nutrition advice, I will refer them to a nutritionist. Um, and that person would be Sam Tryon, who's a registered dietitian, but is a Hayes practitioner. That's an acronym for health at every size which I think is something to talk about or, or for people to look up. Um, but but uh, Sam is the definitely my inspiration for identifying as anti-diet because it's fucking bullshit that, um, you know, the diet industry is a – I don't even know the figure, but I would assume it's like a multi-billion dollar industry. And it's, it's rooted in shame – and making people feel inadequate or bad about themselves, lowering self-esteem and, and frankly, like 
at least I'll speak for myself, can cause body image issues or disordered eating. And I can't, I'm not putting my name on that ballot. So I pretty much omit that conversation unless someone asks me it, asks me about it. Sure. Yeah. How is it then working in a, in a space that is not, I don't know, that doesn't follow your same goals or whatever. How is For it? Sure. Yeah. yeah. I know what you mean. Um, actually I'm so, I feel so blessed to work at Fit360 DC with Brian and, um, the trainers like Cornelius and Sanu, um, Krista, uh, we have Chris Williamson They're Tamara, they're all such kind people and respectful of like each person's jam. Right. You know, like we are all independently working. Um, some people pay rent to work to as a trainer to work there. Some people uh, teach classes in exchange. So everybody's there to work. And as people on a fundamental level, um, I think we just are lucky to have a group of compassionate, mature adults that are passionate about health and health and fitness and wellness and like unite there so strongly even though we're not like intimate friends um there's a respect for one another and in that regard it's been a wonderful experience <clears throat> it's not perfect you know like i had a disagreement with someone on facebook like i mentioned this earlier where do, do you remember when that article came out where there's like a lawsuit of a few college girls suing uh to exclude transgender women from their sports events. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, one of the trainers posted on Facebook, I, I'm about this or something like that. Like I can get behind this. And I was, I commented and I was like, first of all, trans women are women. All women are allowed to play sports. The end. And, um, you know, even though we had that disagreement, we still have, we'll have respect for one another in the gym and like, uh, you know, everybody marches at their own drum. It's makes me sad to like learn that people are transphobic that I were working, was working with, but, um, I have an, I guess it's not a secret anymore. I have this plan to, um, eventually not train out of fit 360 anymore. Uh, I don't, it's not going to be anytime soon because I have to, you know, really be careful about my choices that I make because this would have an impact on a lot of people. Uh, it would change my customers' routes, you know, depending on where they're coming from or where they're going. Um, and so I'm testing it with my friends first, but what it will be is working out at my home gym. I have absolutely everything I need to give a good workout. And this is something I first of all, need to discuss with my roommates because I live in the basement of a group house. But, you know, legally, um, I have the, I have, uh, you know, all the documentation that is required by the district of Columbia to have my business operate out of the house. Um, and I hope to facilitate an even better experience with personal training, um, with body positive bootcamp, because it'll be in my space. There won't, be a sign out front in November that says burn the bird. Oh. There won't be, yeah. you know, it won't have like fat phobic signs. Um, 
that the music won't be blaring and people who are hard of hearing or if I have lost my voice will be able to, you know, hear me or I'll be able to speak. I don't have to shout over the music, you know, group classes wouldn't be going on. I wouldn't have to claim real estate in the gym. I just think overall, I think it would be a better experience for the client. And um, I really hope it works out because I honestly, do you know that service is my love language? I'm so passionate about personal training. I'm so grateful. Like I never thought it would happen, but I found my passion. I love this job. It's been it's been a while since I've been to like a proper full size full service gym that there would be a sign yeah. sign like that. Burn the bird. It took me a second to yeah connect with what that meant. <laughs> Yuck! I know I was being kind of vague, but it's just something that actually did cause controversy. Um, you know, I have clients who are looking for me uh, from the Health at Every Size directory. Um, I have clients who are getting referred to me from phys- uh, cl- uh, therapists that may have body image issues and may be so vulnerable because they're working through recovering from an eating disorder um, that, you know, I have in good faith, I must uh, make people aware when red flags like this show up. I, when I showed up and I saw that sign at the gym, I sent a text right away to all the clients that I had that morning. I was like, hey, heads up, there's this sign here. Um, it's a fat phobic sign. And, you know, just reminding you that this is not what we do. We sometimes in life, we have to like walk around these types of things. And that's a that's a part of the work that we're going to do in at Body Positive Bootcamp. Like, even though we're inside that gym, that again, I love Fit 360 DC and Brian, um, but like it's a, a sign can make such a difference that we, when I'm with certain clients who take up more space, we have to create this bubble, and I'm I'm with them, and I'm really connecting with them vulnerably, and I'm like I'm with you, like I'm taking you through this. It's you and me, like we're entitled to be in this space, uh, you know you're not taking up too much space. Excuse us, pardon us. No, we're not done. We have another set. You know what I mean? Just like guiding people through the gym and allowing them to have access to a space like that. Whereas they can come into my basement. Granted, my dog will be here like licking you while you do a plank or something. But, um, I just think, um, I would have a little bit more control in what I deliver. Can we talk about your fitness journey? Like, were you doing sports as a kid or? Yeah. I was a very active little kid, but I think it started with the ocean. Um, I grew up in Point Pleasant Beach, New Jersey, a block away from the Atlantic Ocean. And in the summertime, whether it was with my mom and my brother or my dad or the babysitter, every day we went to the beach and I was running on the sand and swimming in the ocean and just like living it up. It was such a wonderful place to grow up. Um, so I, I love swimming, um, and running, um, and digging is also fun. Like just a playful, I, it was started out all very playfully. Then when I was in, um, 
elementary school, I did rec sports. I played recreational soccer and softball and basketball, um, track and field. What else? We would go golfing, you know, like everything. It was just all super duper active. And then every summer, just like swimming a lot. So, uh, there, I was never bored. I was also really active, like skateboarding and snowboarding and like, just climbing or climbing on the jetty at the beach, you know, all sorts of tactile physical stuff. Um, I got really into sports specifically in, uh, starting in middle school up to high school, played really competitive basketball all year round and kind of like phased out the other sports to really focus on basketball. And I love to brag that I did get a letter from a college to like they were trying to recruit me to play for their team. But at the time when I was a brilliant teenager, I decided to turn that down and uh ditch sports uh, after high school and go to New York City to study art and photography, which is where I went to college. Um, and it was in college that I was introduced to sailing, my favorite sport of all time. I um, joined the club team and without having any experience, joined and learned and have just fallen in love with ever since. It's actually much more of a workout than uh, I think a lot of people expect. You know, sometimes I'll be like, oh, hey, let's go out sailing. And people will, you know, think they're just going to have like a lazy day on the river. Whereas like when the wind is blowing, like we're moving fast, we're just in a little boat. And uh, there's a move called hiking out where your your legs are in the boat, but and you're seated on the edge or the rail and your back is you're leaning back. Uh, with your back like over the water um, and that's to get to right the boat to get it to be flat again it takes a hell of co amount of core strength and like hip planks or strength to do that um, and of course your arms are working pulling the sheets or the ropes that pull the sails and your grip strength is challenged because you're holding that little rope for such a long time uh, it's a great way to be outside in nature but also get a workout and then, of course, if you fall in the water, you get to swim. <laughs> Do you feel like as a queer person that you view fitness or like your body differently? Or do you feel like you as a queer person do sports or fitness differently? As a queer person, I um, differentiating from like some like cisgender heteronormative person, um, I would assume most of them go to the gym and don't think about it very much um, as far as their gender is concerned. Um, but I specifically seek out queer spaces when I'm engaging with fitness so that it is a welcoming environment, so that it is a place that can f where I can foster real friendships. Um, not that I can't be friends with like non-queer people, but um, I want to find my community, you know. And uh, recently the a most amazing, um, group that I, uh, joined is called Dyke Soccer. Um, and Dyke Soccer is a group that originally formed in New York city. Uh, it was just like, I, I don't actually know much of the history of Dyke Soccer. I think it's been active for like two years now, maybe. And, uh, it has since grown from New York city to Washington DC and LA, uh, 
I think everybody should follow at Dyke Soccer on Instagram. Um, and I try to play soccer with them every Monday night, weather permitting. And it's really nice because what it's so queer. Everybody's just like supporting one another. We play soccer, but with no steals so that like beginners have a chance to be with the ball. It's not as competitive. It's not as aggressive. We don't like touch people without consent. Um, you know, like something we have conversations that as a, a non-queer sports group or tournament wouldn't have. Right. Yeah. So, you know, Dyke Soccer has um, introduced me to some really special people and like, you know, we always will, a group of people are like maybe sitting on the sidelines just watching. You can come and just watch and they're drinking beer and smoking pot and like have a blanket over their shoulders and then people go out for burritos afterward. It's like really sweet. Could you give me a favorite moment from coaching or from Body Positive Boot Camp? My favorite moment from um, Body Positive Boot Camp was meeting Karen Sweeney. She is one of my clients, um, one of my um, clients that has been with me for like almost three years. And uh, we became friends, I think, the night that she had an emergency surgery. Uh, We were texting and she told me that she had to get this emergency surgery, but there was no one there with her and I didn't have any appointments or anything to do. So I went to the hospital and spent time with her. Um, and I think, uh, it was just like a really good distraction for her because I brought my Nintendo switch and I was just like supportive, but goofy. Um, and we just like kind of hung out and became friends that night. So that was my favorite moment of coaching. Like I never would have, uh, been in that position if I hadn't been like training Karen, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That is not exactly what I expected, but yeah, getting involved and intimate in people's lives, right? Yeah, I mean, really make some friends. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask about, uh, I think I saw this on your Instagram, but there's a Washington, Washington, D.C. vote for best personal trainer, and you're nominated for that. Could you tell me? Yes. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited about it. It's called Washington City Paper best of dc 2020 they do this comprehensive list of like best everything anything you can think of best barber best doctor best veterinarian everything and there's a category for best personal trainer non-gym and i nominated myself as the first vote Uh, i typed in bianca russo and i put in my email And then I posted on Instagram and asked people for votes and I'm trying to win um, because last year I didn't win and I felt sad. So I guess I'm a little competitive. Um, All it takes is clicking the link in my bio, scrolling down, finding the category that says best personal trainer, non-gym, typing in my name, Bianca Russo, putting in your email and then pressing vote. Um, and there's nothing really to win except, except for like the swagger of saying that you won. Yeah. And I would love to be able to like make a post that says thank you to the community for their support. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. I will definitely go vote for you. You're so kind. Thank you very much. <laughs> Where can people find you? Yeah. My Instagram handle is at body positive bootcamp. My, um, I'll also give my website, which is www bodypositivebootcamp.com um 
I would check out the website if you have any questions. And if you have questions still after looking at the website, people can email me. It's really simple. Guess what it is? Bodypositivebootcamp at gmail.com. Nice. Yeah. In this past week, the Queer Fitness Podcast reached a thousand plays, which I wanted to thank everyone who's listening and continues to listen. A big shout out, a big thank you. It means so much that you guys continue to support and that you are excited about hearing stories about queer people doing fitness and sports. Thank you again so much for listening. 